two peas on a pod. It's a podcast about movies and other stuff. Two peas on a pod brought to you live from two Mississippi movie buffs. Two peas on a pod exploring films so you can get all the details. Two peas on a pod. Here come your hosts, Jason and Dale. on a pod. We're actually in the same room this time after a very long time and uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, Mad Max Fury Road. We just got a chance to watch this and uh, this will have some spoilers in it so if you haven't seen the film definitely turn this off now but uh, yeah man what would you think of it? I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh-huh. Oh man. I, <clears throat> it's going to take a few days for this boner to go down I'll tell you what. It's uh <laughs> I don't know. It was. It was. I mean, it's going to be hard to beat, in my opinion, for movies this summer. Um, at least for me. But uh, yeah, man, I loved it. Yeah, it's uh, nonstop. I mean, it starts. You know, the action doesn't let up. Uh, <laughs> barely through the whole thing. Not at all. But, uh, it's uh, directed by George Miller, the same guy that did the first three films, which I didn't even realize that when we went into it. Like, I had I had like avoided all uh, trailers. The only thing I saw was the first trailer that came out, you know, a year ago or whenever it was, just because you know, like I'd heard people talking about the uh, guitar that spits fire and stuff like that. But yeah. I'm sure it's in the trailer somewhere. But I haven't even you know. Um, that was way better than what I was expecting it to be. It was fun. It was a damn fun movie. What'd you think of uh, Tom Hardy? I thought he was good. I thought he was really good as Max. You know, Max has always been quiet. Yeah. He hasn't said much, so you don't hear him say anything for a while. Yeah. But uh, he was fine, but he was, to me, he was much more uh, Charlize Theron's movie than his. Really? You know, just, uh, she was the focal point of it. Yeah. I'm not saying he was just relegated to, like, a cameo. He wasn't. But it was, it was more about her. Mm -hmm. Uh, she was the driving force behind it. He just tagged along. She did a great job. She did. As always, really. You know, I, I remember when they announced this movie, I mean, shit, like five years ago now, you know, when they announced the cast, I was, uh, kind of, you know, kind of apprehensive about her being in it, um, you know, just because I didn't really know the plot or anything at that point, so I, I basically thought that she was going to be playing the Max character, oh, and yeah. I, I thought it was going to be like, a, you know, a complete remake, but, um, no, I enjoyed what they did, I mean, this, as far as I know, takes, takes place after Beyond Thunderdome. Same impression I get, too. Yeah. Uh, even though they really don't. They don't allude to the others. Yeah. On this is very much a standalone movie. It, yeah, it can easily stand alone, yeah. Um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, the the visuals of the movie were the best part about it. Mm-hmm. It was just fantastic. Some, some, I mean, some of it was like a painting mm-hmm. on the screen. It was beautiful. 
Uh, that's not to say that you know the story wasn't good. It was a good story, you know, just straightforward. It wasn't full of a bunch of crap. It was straightforward, like a redemption kind of story. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I think George Miller knows what he does well, and he sticks with it. <laughs> well, we were looking. This movie's been in production for what almost twenty years now. Roughly, you know, yeah. some you know, some form of production. His concept artwork back to nineteen ninety seven. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's had time to think about what he wants, and you know, I was reading that it uh, was supposed to be made, you know, uh, I think like right around two thousand mm-hmm. with Mel Gibson, but I was reading that it was sidetracked because of the, uh, you know, the troubles in the Middle East, the wars and stuff. Oh yeah. So oh, I, don't, I don't know yeah. if. Is that is that because that's where they film this stuff over there? Uh, I'm just not sure. I don't know. But, it may not have been something people would have wanted to see right after. You know, not a Yeah, you could be right. You could be right. I, even though I don't, I don't agree with that at all. But uh, uh, saying Australia, I don't know that the troubles in the Middle East really affected Australia all that much. But I could be wrong. I don't know. You know, some people like the whole thing about oil, even though oil didn't really play a part in this one. Yeah. They'll flip the fuck out about it. Cause I remember yeah. when um, you could be right. Right before nine eleven occurred, I think, or or after that, but before the invasion of Iraq, yeah. they had a movie that was going to be called Iraq Attack, A R A C H, and they turned it into a like freaks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they all because Iraq sounded too much like Iraq. You know, the country. You know, I'd heard that before. I never put that together, that that was the reason why yeah. they changed the name. I don't like either title. I think they both sound stupid. Uh, Iraq Attack's not that great either. It's a stupid movie, even though I liked it. Yeah. Uh, it's got that Scarlett Johansson in it, though. You see it? Yeah. Well, I just remember that... Uh, what's Dave Arquette? Yeah. She's, she's like a... <laughs> I don't know, young young teenage girl in it. Mm-hmm. Did you happen to see that picture I sent to you earlier? The uh, it was a Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah, you sent me that. I, I wasn't it wasn't it freaky? Yeah, he looks just he, like her. Yeah, it was a so picture. Now you're gonna see people put memes online of uh, you know her looking like Christopher Walken as an old man. Christopher Walken as a as a young man. I mean, this is like early on in his career, like probably pre Deer Hunter. Don't you think? Yeah, I would think so. Uh, spot on. He's never been so attractive in my eyes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, sorry for derailing. Filming locations, there. Uh, Namibia. Yeah. On the bottom there. That's the only one I'm seeing that that was anywhere not in Australia. Namibia. Uh, that's probably what they use for those desert shots. I would think so. When they, uh, you know, were getting close, or when they thought they were going to the green, the green place, mm-hmm. and found out it was not going to happen. So, but, but uh, I have to do a shout out though in this movie to the motherfucker in red who kept playing the guitar the entire fucking time. I laughed every single yeah, time he showed too. up because, like, I was telling Jason, I was like, it'd be, it would have been funnier for me if he didn't even have a guitar, if he was just playing air guitar <laughs> the entire time. Because he was rocking the fuck out the whole time. 
totally. And the, the the whole truck, it seemed like the only purpose was to have like eight drum players yeah. or 12, I don't know how many there were on it's there. It's like a, a band on there. Tons of guys playing the drums and the, the guitar player on the front with, you know, amps and speakers everywhere, which it was just hilarious and it just, you know, amped it up for me. I loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, just totally ridiculous and out there, which is, you know, one of the reasons why I love this movie so much. I, uh, I told Dale when we got out that it was like, you know, it's, it's what I liked about Road Warrior, but, you know, just amped up yeah, like crazy. And that's exactly what I wanted to see. I mean, that's what it is, man. It's like Road Warrior, and they're on the road doing battle the majority of the movie, which is cool, you know? It's what he would have done, I think, with Road Warrior if he'd had the budget at the time yeah, and yeah. had the special effects. But uh, the, the costume designs, I mean, the, the, oh, yeah. the characters, I just love it. It's... Uh, <laughs> lots of homoerotic stuff in there that I thought was pretty funny like the uh, the, the women you know being milked like cattle in the beginning and then the uh, the weird you know midget guy without any legs that dude was Mr. Womp and uh, I wonder what his actual name is that's so like man. Vern Schwarter's like ugly twin brother but <laughs> um and then the the guy that was rubbing his nipples the, the whole time. He had it nowhere. That was really... The, see, I kept thinking of South Park when they had that episode <laughs> where they kept rubbing their nipples. The cable guys. Like Nambla? The Nambla thing? No, it was when they were uh, dealing with Comcast. Every time they'd go on complaining, they'd just sit there and rub oh. the nipples. <laughs> that was really funny. And he had horrible gout or oh, something man. on one of his legs. It just it kept, kept revealing with that guy. You saw his nose at first. Yeah. Then he got out and he saw his nipple rings, like, you know, just he's wearing clothes, but he has like holes cut out for his nipples, and they're like attached by a chain on the outside of his clothing. And then you get to see his, you know, huge, uh, I don't know, growth on his foot, elephantitis or whatever the hell that is. But uh, awesome, and that comes into play later on too, with the, uh, yeah, the gas pedal. Yeah, I love yeah. that too, like. So many moments that were just so subtle and, you know, just so perfect and, you know, hilarious to me that, you know, just a, just a great balance, you know. I mean, there's a little bit of drama in there. Just just the right amount of drama, you know. Not, yeah. I mean, very, very thin, but enough to, you know, get you there. And That's then, not heavy-handed at all. Exactly. It, could, it, it easily could have done easily that. Easily could have been. Um, and most movies would be that way. Yeah. You know? They would... You know, try to scale down the action and pump that. You know, pump up the love story aspect yeah. of it, which I'm glad they they ended that the way they did too. Um, just perfect. I mean, damn near perfect film in my eyes. I mean, you know, blown away. And I like how Max was because he he was pretty true to what I've seen. Mm-hmm. You know, of him before. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want glory. He just wants me like the fuck along. Yeah. Um, and yeah like you were saying the women you know of course this whole thing is full of spoilers but yeah that scene where he walks around the truck and sees those beautiful girls yeah it's like cause all the colors in the movie before had been yeah. like yeah. blacks oranges yeah. just, just dreary nastiness you yeah. know pustules and polyps right. and all that suddenly there's this beautiful woman wearing Perfect. all white Perfect contrast. And, uh, yeah, it was really cool. I mean, not, not only are they wearing all white, but they're spraying each other down with a water hose. Yeah. And that doesn't help. I mean, that doesn't hurt things at all. 
No. But I mean, they're all like when I, when I saw them, I immediately thought like supermodel because they're all like six foot three, like all legs, and uh, and but you know we looked them up and they actually a couple of them or three of them actually are like Victoria's Secret models. So that's mm-hmm. right on the head. The one girl with the fucking blonde hair, man, she looked like she was six foot five or taller. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know if she was wearing like huge lifts or something, but <clears throat> now that was really. I mean, that was another moment that I that I laughed a lot at, just because it was like, you know, you didn't expect to see that. No, around the no corner. not at all. And he's just like dumbfounded. Yeah. Like, you know, most guys then you know would have just probably lost it. You know, they probably hadn't seen a beautiful woman since his wife died, probably. Oh you know, yeah, so. no doubt. Because you wouldn't expect that at that time, and that's, I think that helps you understand why. The uh, the bad guy. What did they call him? Can't remember his name, but he um, would explain why he would go through the ways he would to get them back. In Mortan Joe or Morton Joe, okay. whatever you call him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they ever called him by name. They called him something. I don't think it was that, but. That's played by Hugh Keys Byrne, who mm-hmm. we found out was uh, Toe Cutter in the first film, the first Mad Max, which that's really cool to me that yeah, they're using is. people from the original films. You know, it, it feels really genuine, like he stayed true to you know his original idea. Yeah, you yeah, know, he, he didn't compromise. You know, which I think is really great. You know, used I'm a lot. Surprised of, he didn't have to. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. He probably wouldn't have made it if he had to compromise too much. And maybe why know? he didn't for so long. Yeah. You know, one of the reasons. I mean, uh, did you see the budget by any chance? I didn't pay attention to it. Um, it uh, but I mean, lots of Australian actors and actresses in there, and you know, I like to see that. What the fuck is the budget here? here we go budget one hundred fifty million. That's not a lot. For a movie of that scale, that's not a lot. And it made 44 opening weekend in the U.S., so... It should be able to make that up pretty easily, don't you? You would think a movie like that would do well overseas. I don't see why not. It'll do well in Australia, definitely. China eats that shit up. Yeah, I mean, it's all action. Big action movies. And you know what? I I was hearing uh, that... The 3D, you know, obviously this film is shown in 3D, which, if you have an opportunity, I wouldn't say see it in 3D, because well, we saw it in 2D, just because I don't like 3D anyway, but it didn't seem like anything you would benefit from anyway, uh, but uh, that 3D is really big overseas, have you heard that, like really big in the Asian that. countries? That's that's why a lot of studios want to push that, mm. even though it, it's not that big here, I mean, but... I guess comparatively, it's not that big, but it's huge in other countries. Yeah, it's a filming date. Man. Yeah, they had to go yeah. back in September of 2013. Oh, damn, man. Fucking almost three years ago, the filming dates. Yeah. I, I knew it was a while back. And then reshoots, you know, back in uh, September 13. But, uh, we, we got on here and saw on Rotten Tomatoes that it has a 98% rating. And uh, that's pretty fucking good for Rotten Tomatoes. I'm I'm honestly surprised that it's it's I loved it, but you know how yeah you know critics can be they'll find something some sort of political angle and rip it to shreds. 
And uh, I have heard people bitching about how they treat women in the movie, but it's a painful truth. I'm sure some people don't like to think about it, but that's how women would be treated yeah. if she like that went down, because that's how they were treated before. I agree. Um, uh, I'm not condoning it, but uh, that's just the, the truth. But it the movie actually doesn't. It does that up to a point, and then the women are able to turn it around, and it's really cool. I love when they did that. Well, it's like you said, those the, the women they ran into in the desert, they were strong women. There yeah. were no men with them. I mean, I, I just don't get it. It's contradictory. I mean, like, she, you know, Charlize is the hero. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's the badass. And, you know, she's a woman, obviously. You know? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I don't get it. That seems like more of a soapbox type thing, like a... Just, just you know, let's put an article out on some website. Yeah, uh, you know, people will do that. But, uh, I mean, you, you can't say that you know it's it's sexist when a woman's like killing all the men in the movie, yeah. you know, and you know killing men. I mean, you, you just can't even make that argument, in my opinion. But, I think it was more them using women for breeding and milking those women. You can't milk men. You could, I'm sure some people have tried. I have a feeling that dude had his nipples exposed. That's what they did to him for years. He just misses that. He would probably like that. Yeah. Lord Lord Humongous. Or whatever his name was. Lord Humongous. I can't remember what his name was. Yeah, I, uh, Maximus. Maximus. Maximus Erectus. Erectus. Or something. Um... I don't know. I, I thought the aspect of the milking was really cool. Because, I mean, I can see that happening, you know. If there are no cattle, what, yeah. I mean, what else are you going to milk, you know? Exactly. I mean, it, as gross as it sounds to us now as adults, I mean, shit. That's, that's you know, what we grew up on. I mean, that's how we're, we're all raised. You know. Push comes to shove, you know. Well, if you have nothing else to do, you're not going to starve. You're going to squeeze those titties dry. People would, would probably be surprised at stuff they would do if they were starving. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, it's... Bullshit. That is, it, I mean, it's unrealistic to think that, you know, all of our progress, you know, as far as, you know, feminist goes, you know, feminism goes, that's all going to cease to exist when, you know, the shit hits the fan. Any, any of the rights... Movements will do that. Yeah, Any of them. There are going to be no laws. It's going to be you know physical strength. Well, yeah, I can start back over from scratch. You know, I've always seen the Mad Max movies as being, you know, that that area of transition between civilizations. Like eventually, civilization will come back out of that. It's just it's a lot of shit you have to go through. That's I think that's kind of what we were seeing in this movie. Yeah. Was, you know, a civilization starting to be formed again, you know, as as twisted as it was, you know, they had a civilization going there, you know. Yeah, they did. I mean it you know, it would be a you know, it would be an emperor, you know. That's the easiest, you know, form of, you know, government. It's having a monarch, you know, someone someone ruling That's how it all starts. Yeah. It wouldn't be a democracy. But uh I mean, the main complaints I was hearing about the movie was Tom Hardy. They didn't think Tom Hardy played a played as good of a Max as Mel Gibson. I mean, 
I really think that Tom Hardy brought his own style to it. Yeah. You know, that, that didn't cross my mind the entire movie. I wasn't thinking, like, oh, Mel did this better. I mean, you know, Tom Hardy brought... I, I felt like he wasn't trying to do a Mel Gibson impression. He no, no, I didn't get that at all. As, as Max. And, you know, I thought he did a great job, you know. Yeah, all of them did, man. I think he had that good, you know, the way Mad Max is. Like I stated earlier, he doesn't... Mm-hmm. He's not in the limelight or anything. He's just trying to live. Mm-hmm. And he stays sad at the beginning, you know. He's yeah. just trying to survive. And, uh... Oh, man, know. just... Like the, the, the tattoos and the branding in the beginning. Dude, yeah. Like... What did they write on his back? Like universal donor? Yeah, like, basically a blood donor. Comes into play later in the film. Um, won't get into uh, specifics on why, you know, I don't think you can do a blood transfusion that easily. I don't think it works like that, but, you know, you know, won't argue over that. But uh, well, maybe yeah. it's different in the future. <laughs> he should have done it and start sucking it like they did the gas. Oh, man. Uh, which I thought was funny that watching them have that the whole gas suck off or the, whatever they were doing. The one dude was just like spraying his mouth and like drinking it and shit. Yeah, I was cracking yeah. up. I saw you laughing at that part too. Like he pulled another bottle out and he's spraying two yeah. bottles in the engine and some in his mouth. Like for no reason. I guess he was drinking it. It's, it was uh, like I was telling you earlier. It's, this Mad Max was like watching a live-action Borderlands mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Because all those people... I know Borderlands took a lot of that yeah. from Mad yeah. Max. But it, they all reminded me so much of the Psychos. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that the, the exact reason you mentioned maybe why he didn't use that face paint like we saw in that original concept art because... You know, just the all-white face versus, you know, the, the stuff drawn on because that does look a lot like the Psychos. Yeah. They act a lot like them, too. Yeah. Just, uh... And what was the deal with the... I mean, I know it wasn't spray paint, but they were spraying themselves with paint. I don't know. Some sort of drug, I presume. Uh, see, I wonder if it was actually a... It was an aerosol can with silver paint, like chrome. Yeah, that's what the, the main guy was saying, like something about chrome. And uh, like to look like the grill of a car or some shit. But um, it seemed to me that they would spray that shit and they would go crazy, or they would get, get power. Yeah, on them, I was know. wondering if it was if that was totally psychosomatic or if they really were going crazy. It Almost just, like a uh, what did the the uh, the kamikaze pilots didn't they they was it Saki that they had before the yeah they I mean, would do a ceremony before. I know. just think it maybe some, something similar to that. Uh, see, that's what I'm thinking. Almost, uh, you know, they die for the emperor kind of but, thing. But, you know, like I'm gonna spray this in my face and get really fucking revved up and crazy. Or, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what spring, yeah. you know, silver spray paint in your mouth does for you. I imagine it fuck you up pretty good if you huff it out of a sock. I know somebody who did it, and they, it didn't seem like it did that for him. Mm-hmm. Turned him into a Rastafarian, even though he was very white. So. Let that be a lesson to you, kids. Don't. <laughs> the more you know. Don't huff spray paint. And you know the the one you huff too is like the gold and silver. Mm-hmm. That's got the more shit that fucks you up or whatever in it. Um, I've never done it, but I've I've watched a lot of episodes of Cops. See, so you come to work with your your beard just silver as shit. 
Like, what? You just am. You're just ready to go. Like, <laughs> you've just been taking nothing but like <gasps> all night. It has to be Adderall too. Something you get in high school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. People get addicted to the spray paint too, um, which is terrible because that stuff's really bad for your brain cells. Oh, I remember uh, an episode of Cops like yeah. 20 years ago. It was like there was somebody they caught like yeah. trying to break into a hardware store yeah. or something, and he was just like just had cans yeah. everywhere, just spraying them all on his face, and he was out. Yeah. I mean, he was. Gone, you know, his brain had totally melted. All he remembered to do was to shove more spray paint in his mouth. Was he was he trying to get to Valhalla? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess his Valhalla was a six by three jail yeah. cell with another man's dick in his butt. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's the that's the promised land. <laughs> no, I mean the the movie was just intense. Uh like I said, the action was non-stop. Oh, man, I was on the edge of my seat the entire movie. Which normally is not a good thing for me. That When there's too much action, usually it, it takes me out of it. Mm-hmm. But this film, I mean, I was really immersed, and I really enjoyed it. Like, a lot of Michael Bay stuff does that to me, where it almost puts me to sleep. It's, it's too much. Yeah. Uh, but these, this one had enough practical stuff in it to keep it was, me going, wow, how they do that. Yeah, the entire time I was just like, oh man, look how cool that is. You know, it was just all these like weird things put together. You know, the like I was telling you, the uh, the way they would like uh, weld cars to each other and, you know, just the, uh, the odd yeah, automobiles. Like that, whatever that show is with that guy on the History Channel or somebody who does hot riding. Jesse James. Well, he's one of them. Uh, but they, you know, they do like a Big Mac. With yeah. cars, you oh, know, I hate that put shit. three cars and shit on there, just weld them on there for no reason. They're like, "Your name's Ralph. We're gonna make a car called the Ralph and put a fish tank in it." Yeah, that's you know, <laughs> it's like, what does he like? You know, yeah. he likes spaghettios. Well, okay, we're gonna have a just spaghettio cans everywhere, and just like a, a fish a fish tank full of spaghettios. You know, just sloshing around the whole fucking time, getting all in his mouth and shit. He loves every bit of it. Do you remember that that video we used to watch? It was like the the whistle tip uh, tailpipes, and it had the yeah like on e bombs or something. We yeah, used to watch, and yeah, the guy I would be like, that. was talking about how it sounds, and he's like whoop whoop, you know. Yeah, they uh, they had that guy on a show called uh, Tosh Point O, and uh, they they did that for him. They like pimped out his ride, and they like it was just like Cheetos everywhere, and like the windshield wiper fluid was like. Uh, Cristal or something, you know the champagne. Yeah, it was it was really funny. Um, it was funny stuff. I don't know what made me think of that, but I like the Cheetos. You said Spaghettios, the Cheetos made me think of it. But uh, yeah, 150 million on this one. Um, I would have expected more than that, especially considering you know it's been in production hell. Generally, that that means Dude, a lot. Just, just having to take some of that shit, because you know, plenty of the vehicles were on location. Oh yeah, if not all of them, just that alone would have cost millions of dollars and a lot of time. You know, I'm surprised it only took that long. Uh, although it took what? What is that? Like six months almost? Yeah, I mean, it, it's well, seven. 
Well, that is, but, yeah, that is six months. But that's straight filming. You know, it was tons of, uh, yeah. you know, uh, post work that had to be done. You know, lots of subtle touches of CGI here and there. But, I mean, lots of full-blown CGI. You know, the uh, the crowd scene and the, a lot of the stuff in the desert. The storm. The fight scene, yeah. Yeah, the sandstorm, of course. Yeah, that that scene is awesome. But that, that looked good, I thought. That scene, just a few seconds that they had, in, I guess a minute or so, was so much better than that whole movie, Twister, oh. with the way they did it. I was hoping Carrie Elway's face would go by, you know. It's just getting thrown up, sucked into the vortex. Philip, Philip Seymour Hoffman would show up inside the tornado. Mm-hmm. Or inside the sandstorm. But, uh, I mean, not... I don't have a whole lot of complaints about the CGI. I mean, obviously some of it, you know, you could see, yeah. you know, problems with, but, you know, I'm not going to nitpick that. You'd be... It's nothing that takes you out. I just, like, I don't have the ability to, to watch a film and not, like, critique it while I'm watching it. I can't do it anymore. I've, yeah. I've lost that ability. And it sucks. I wish I could still do that, but... You know, I'm constantly like, oh, I like that. That's cool. I wonder how they did that. Oh, that was neat. You know, I wonder if that was practical effects or whatever. You know, I'm constantly doing that now. Just, you know, you know, critiquing how they made the film or, you know, trying trying to figure it out. But, uh... I hope... This would just be funny to me. That every scene they have with that guitar player, they put him in there when they realize they we're going to have bad CGI on another part of the screen. So they just have him on the bottom. <laughs> you may be right. Going to town, you know. You know the eyes were all on him. Yeah, because I could not stop looking at him. Yeah. He was in the movie almost as much as Mad yeah. Max was. I was just like, fuck yes. Every time he showed up. I could have watched two hours of just him. Just yeah. plowing through dust storms. Just going to town on that guitar. Flames going everywhere. I could watch that all day. I mean, they're all just like parked somewhere. And it's like, alright, we're rolling out. We see it over there. And he's just like... Bah, bah, yeah, he's just, just, just tearing it up, man. And like, he's like suspended by strings. Yeah. So he can keep going no matter because you know, the shocks, I guess, yeah. on the vehicle. He won't fall off either. Yeah, he just keeps going. That's, um, good. that's, that's, that's good. And I wonder how many axles were destroyed in that. Because there were certain scenes you knew when they did the job, it destroyed the bottom of the vehicle. Oh, man. The, the uh, that huge jump that uh, Lord Humongous did in the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Lord Humongous. Big, big Krang. Papa. We'll call him Krang. Big Papa Pump. When he, uh, when he did that jump in the monster truck. Mm-hmm. Which was just fucking retarded. I mean, like, just nuts. Like, that would... The entire thing would have exploded on that jump. But, you know, did it, you know, to, to get in front of him. I loved it, though. Loved the hell out of it. That's why I was so surprised when they had to get over the... You know the uh, the rocks yeah. blown up that they took that so slowly. So yeah. like, why don't they just jump over this motherfucker? They can do it. Whoa! Physics are completely different we'll in the post-apocalyptic see. world. Yeah, oh yeah. Everyone apparently knows how to ride a dirt bike, no problem, including seventy-year-old ladies. They just tear ass. Well, I like the fact that they have, the truck has that tank of three thousand gallons of gas, yeah. and they're just blasting it with open flame. <laughs> I mean, they're roasting it several times. (laughs) But it looked cool, though. Which one's... This one's gas. This one's milk. Hold on. Which one do we shoot? Yeah, they have breast milk, too. I was like, why? That's a good question. 
and they had a whole pail of it. And Max just he went to town on it's, it's Cambodian breast milk. I'd tear it up, man. Oh God, can you imagine? There's no preservatives. It's all oh, coagulated in there. Just curdle. Oh, it's delicious, oh. man. It's chunky. Curdle titty milk. But I'm glad I saw it. I really am. Uh, it was one of the, you know, I wasn't sold on it when I saw the first trailer, but then later I watched one more to see how it had gotten along, and it looked yeah. awesome. Saw the cast, and I was like, well, I want to check it out. Just the more I heard about it, it became one of the movies I really wanted to see. Yeah. You know, it was really just that and Jurassic World. Yeah, it's that and then Genesis for me. I know you yeah, probably don't Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Genesis too, even though I don't I do. expect much from it. I don't either, but I'm going to keep my expectations low for that and, and for Jurassic Park as well. Just so I won't be completely disappointed if they suck. I, I doubt Jurassic World sucks, but... I hope not, man. It, it, it may not be as good as people think it's going to be, but... This movie was better than I thought it was going to be, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, big, big recommendation for me. Oh, yeah, for me too. But, uh, well, yeah, guys, so we'll wrap this sucker up, and uh, we appreciate you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.